Welcome into Onto Waveland, the Athletics Chicago Cubs podcast. I'm Sahadev Sharma, and with me as always is Patrick Mooney. Patrick, we, we got some actual movement here when all seemed lost last time we were talking. Uh, you know, I think we both kind of agreed that there there would be some sort of season, but uh, we didn't know if there it would just be imposed by Manfred or if the two sides would get back together. Well, it appears that Manfred and Tony Clark had a face-to-face in Arizona recently. Uh, there's some, there's of course now some debate as to what exactly resulted, but we know that there's a proposal, 60 games, full prorated salary, expanded playoffs, 16 teams, uh, a lot of other little details that are interesting, including universal DH, which I, I know Cubs fans will be fascinated by, uh, even the ones that are against it. it it's an interesting ad. Uh, the, the reality is that that's not just going to be accepted right away by the players. And they said that they've, they've released a statement. I, I think on uh, we're recording this on a Thursday, the Wednesday when all this news was kind of trickling out, made it seem like a deal was done. And then it kind of slowly morphed into, okay, there's a framework that the owners have approved and they really like, and they kind of feel like a deal is done, but the players are like, eh, not so fast. And I think what what's going on here is, the time frame that they've given, which was about start the season around July 19th, July 20th, you look at that time frame, you can put more games in here. And and the the reality is what would scare the owners the most was if they put if they forced a season upon them, the players would file a grievance and in all likelihood they'd win that grievance because the reality is they could have fit more games in. They didn't do their best to have the longest possible season. I think ultimately right now, yeah, it's it's pretty easy to make the players, I think, look kind of bad for not accepting this right away. But the reality is try and push for more games. I hope that that doesn't lead to this being derailed. I think that's my biggest concern because uh, there was a rush of optimism when we first saw all this. At least for me, I got very optimistic and uh, drastically changed my mood about, <laughs> about everything around this. Uh, but, you know, maybe... Maybe by this weekend we'll have some good news. I'm 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 crossing my fingers that we can get something in the 66 to 70 game range. I think 70 would be super optimistic and probably not where they end up. I would love to see 66 games, and I know people are going to scoff at that, and some people are going to say, why does it matter six more games? I think every game matters. I really do think it matters at when you're at this point. 60 feels like the bare minimum. We've talked about that before. Uh, so just just try and push it a little further. And I know we're talking that you can talk concession after concession from from management, uh, from ownership. But I, I think you could push a little bit further. This is not just about this year and the money this year. I understand uh, the revenues are going to be way down with no fans, no concessions. So they're already down with, uh, you know, at least uh, nearly 100 games lost at least. Uh, but. But this is for the betterment of the sport. I think the future of the game would would do well if you push for more games, find some sort of harmony. I know if you read Jason Stark's piece <laughs> from yesterday and this morning and Andy McCullough's piece, there's a lot more to be concerned about beyond this season. But I'm just let's try and build some from some goodwill uh, for the immediate future of the game. It's just crazy to think that if the owners 
are accepting this prorated concept that was outlined in a March 26th agreement. Why did it take almost three full months until that was reflected in an actual uh, proposal to the players? And even that, as as you mentioned, Sahadev, you know, you know, one man's framework of an agreement is the other side's uh, proposal, uh, and so that's why I'm not even sure. You know, in terms of you know, baseball analogies, I don't know. Is this like we're probably not even at the point of like a frequently injured pitcher heading towards the physical, right? I mean, they're still kind of talking about money and numbers before you could even get into, you know, the medical review of uh, which I think if you're looking at the relationship between, you know, Major League Baseball and its players union is like, you know, the most battered, damaged pitcher you could uh, think of. So uh, I think it's really tempting to start breaking down like what this means for the Cubs and like getting excited about like a DH or kind of all the dynamics that will come into play this year. I guess mentally I'm just not quite there yet, but I think we could at least maybe see that finish line you're talking about, like a counter proposal from the union, get the number uh, up from 60, maybe closer to 70 and you know get this started and I thought uh, Theo on the radio with Lawrence Holmes last week made a good point of like it's going to be kind of like everything uh, in our day-to-day life now that you probably shouldn't compare it uh, to what it was or what it could have been and maybe just appreciate it for what it is and you know this season could be really exciting and interesting and different as long as you kind of look at it through the right lens and assuming uh, both parties actually you know, can make a deal here. Hey, Patrick, I know it's been a while since we've been in a clubhouse, but one of the things I miss the most is Pedro Strope spraying himself with a ton of cologne and just enjoying how he smells. You know what smells good? Hawthorne. With Father's Day right around the corner, Hawthorne makes the perfect gift. Here's how it works. You take a quiz, a quick two-minute quiz, and Hawthorne tells you the two colognes that are best for you. One for work and one for play. It's totally risk-free with free shipping and free returns. You can even take the quiz for someone else. Check out Hawthorne at hawthorne.co. That's Hawthorne with an E and .co, not .com. Hawthorne.co and use my promo code ATHLETIC to get 10% off your first purchase. That's Hawthorne.co and use my promo code ATHLETIC to get 10% off your first purchase. Hawthorne.co Yeah, I, I'm I'm the type that I try not to dwell on the past, right? Because if you look at the month of May, it's basically a completely lost month of negotiation, right? There, there was... Uh, the, the feet were dragged, uh, nobody came to the table and, and really did anything. And, and you could, we could easily be very frustrated by the fact that they should be in camp right now. We, we should, we should be talking right now about well, how, you know, what's going on at, at Wrigley Field, the taxi squad. Ooh, are they adding some of these draft picks to the, to the taxi squad? Is Burl Caraway going to, going to impact the Cubs this season? That's, a, I'd much rather be talking about that, right? And, and would it, if, they could have come to this point in May 
we we could be talking about a 72 game season a few million dollars more for each team yes i know it's a lot of money and and the, the rickets wouldn't even spend five million dollars on eric sogard and and you know all the other minor players who who they just wouldn't sign because they weren't going to spend that money anymore so i i get it's a lot of money and and it, and owners have have lines and that they don't really want to cross and and uh, you know they they have in their mind what the business should look like i get that uh, you know we're not going to convince everyone that that they should just shell out the cash i understand it i understand there are going to be people that are strongly against that and say this is a business run it like this how how dare you tell them how to run their business that's fine, but this could have been done a long time ago. We could be talking about baseball right now. Instead, we're still discussing this stuff. I, I'm going to, I'm gonna, I, I've tried to move past that and just forget about it and say that that's in the past. They screwed it up. Both sides wouldn't wouldn't really discuss this. Let's get this done. I, I really hope that the next time we get together for this podcast, we're not talking about a missed opportunity. We're not talking about, well, the only realistic answer now is is 56 games or something like that. We, we need to, <laughs> on Monday, we need to be talking about uh, a season that's going to be starting and, and what you just talked about. We, we need to be talking about the DH. I want to talk about Ian Happ's kind of, uh, you know, this this media darling that he's become. <laughs> like, what, 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 what happened is, if we ever get Clubhouse access again, are we, is, is he going to be... Uh, greeting us with a smile now and, and inviting everyone to come surround him or around around his locker is that is that the new ian hap well, what's happening here is is kind of interesting with that with with hap but yeah we we just have to kind of hope that 60 60 something games is is in the cards and that they don't kind of i don't want to see a step back from this latest offer is what is my main point like this should be the bare minimum now that we should be at a point where great we got to the owners have given this 60 game offer and that is the bare minimum that we will see this year hopefully you know uh coronavirus doesn't impact the season that's a whole other issue any further uh and and we actually get a full season uh, you know a full shortened season and a full playoffs I don't know if that's realistic to expect, but we can hope for that. And, and I think right now my, my mind is just on kind of I have in my head, like if if Saturday ends without a deal, it's going to be a little frustrating. <laughs> well, I think part of if I'm trying to put myself in their shoes of, you know, as these discussions were unfolding or not really happening uh, to be more accurate was you just how much was unknown and that obviously everyone wants to gather as much information as possible and to your point uh regarding mccullough's story it's like you know does anyone remember the arizona plan and looking at kind of what's happening now in, in arizona uh and some other states that had really been pushing the idea of you know come here professional sports you know you can stage all your events here i mean there's some really uh, disturbing numbers, some uh, alarming trends. And I think that's why while maybe there wasn't that urgency, say in, in April and uh, early May, I think you should be feeling it now. And while I know it's the union's 
instincts to just totally uh, disregard any point, any ownership point of view. I do think if Dr. Fauci is saying, don't drag this out into November, I think they should probably listen to him <laughs> and that there's no need to, uh, you know, keep, you know, pushing the season, uh, you know, into November. I think TV wise, that's a great window uh, for October. And I just think like, if the NFL's doing it is probably like the worst public health argument uh, of all time. Um, so hopefully, like you said, um, we stop talking in circles and actually have like an actual deal to kind of like sink our teeth into and think about what it means for the 2020 Cubs. Yeah, the the idea that uh, we, we talked about it last podcast, but the the players did good, do a really good job of kind of rallying around this message of when and where, right? It, it almost you could almost say that the that owners kind of flipped that back on them, right? They by by proposing this deal soon after the when and where because if if you're if you're willing to to kind of you know vacillate between which side you support here uh that it's very easy to say okay when and where here here's when and where we we've given you the proposal we've uh we we've relented to your demands when and where here's the answer take it let's go this is like why keep going back and forth let's get this done uh I, you know, I think we, we can I think my my response to that is we can push for more games. More games is better. Let's let's get this done with more games. But it's a lot of this is a PR battle. And if and if you're talking about what a great move that the players uh, had by putting that one and where, which according to what uh, I think our, our buddy Jesse Rogers had a quote from Chris Iannetta saying that wasn't really planned. It just kind of. It was something that happened. Nobody was instructed to tweet out when and where. I think uh, their their original message ended with "Tell us when and where" uh, from Tony Clark, and and I think the players just loved that. It was simple, and they were like, "Yeah, they're they're players. They they love the game. Uh, you know, that's that's why they chose this profession, and and they." And they just want to go play. So yeah, when and where is a great message, and and I, I like that it kind of just sprung up naturally, and, and it became a thing. Uh, it, it's 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 a great little you know it's <laughs> it's a it's a great mono, it's a great saying to throw on a t shirt and and sell right, and, and they're doing that, and <laughs> more more power to them for that. But <laughs> if Joe Madden I think, has I think taught it's very us anything, to, it's the to power like, of the t shirt, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah right just throw it on a shirt and you will you will you're gonna rake in the dough uh hopefully it's it's for a good cause though it's for a good cause uh so it's a i i think i think if you're talking about pr battles that was a good step by the owners to respond with okay when and where here here's your answer let's get it done the deal We're, we're all good now right but i think also i mean obviously that that proposal was born out of fear of the grievance being filed by the players, uh, which they knew would happen, and and they knew they wouldn't be in a very good spot to to win that argument, and and they didn't want to have to worry about spending so much more money losing that grievance, which, you know, that that's a valid fear to have. Yeah, I think you're right. As uh, 
awful as the optics were when Manfred kept flip-flopping on ESPN. Uh, it was the right play to go fly to Arizona and meet with Tony Clark. I'm assuming uh, not face-to-face, but like mask-to-mask or however that uh, works now. And you're right, it's kind of putting it back on the players of, all right, well, when and where this is our answer. And there's probably some room, maybe some wiggle room in terms of how they uh, lay out the schedule. But, I mean, we're already talking about, you know, if they want July 19th or 20th, that's almost exactly... Uh, a month out and we're talking about an enormous kind of process of reconvening here and screening players and staffers and making sure uh, facilities are up to code whatever that mutually agreed upon code uh, is and while guys have been staying in shape I think there's still a lot of unknown about how much is enough to get ready for a season if we're talking about three to four weeks is still probably pushing uh the envelope here and um if that's september 27th or whatever is a pretty hard deadline from an ownership perspective they're gonna have to uh, probably abide uh by that so i don't know this these negotiations have certainly surprised us at many different points and um, I think I'm going to hold out, uh, if not hope, at least the possibility that it would be pretty amazing if Manfred is holding up that piece of metal uh, in late October. And maybe they do get, you know, a Dodgers-Yankees World Series that is, you know, truly bizarre and amazing and entertaining. Like if they could get to that point, uh, that, you know, could be uh, a pinnacle of um, Manfred's uh, tenure here after <laughs> what would have been certainly yeah. among the low points the other day of the uh, no confidence admission uh, on a return to sports special. Looking for a Father's Day gift or just missing baseball or just a unique gift for that baseball lover in your family? Well, check out Dugout Mugs, a company started in a college baseball dugout, hence the name Dugout Mugs. The barrel of a baseball bat turned into a 12-ounce mug. It's licensed by the MLB so you can get your favorite team, the Cubs, obviously, engraved onto a birchwood baseball bat barrel mug. Go to dugoutmugs.com slash theathletic and use the promo code MLB30 for 30% off your first purchase. That's dugoutmugs.com slash theathletic and code MLB30. Fill the baseball void with your very own dugout mug today. Yeah, I mean, Monday and and much of Tuesday, people were, you know, speculating, like, how much longer does Manfred have? You know, as a commissioner, he's barely been in in this role, and and people are already talking about his ouster. So, uh, it was definitely a low point for him. I, I would say uh, among a few for him, unfortunately. Uh, and and just speaking to the idea that you know they need to. I, I don't know how it works. I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember. I I wasn't that into you know spring training and uh, alerting players back in '95. Like, I don't. I, 
I, I'm trying to wonder. I'm wondering if players, if pitchers are getting it. We've seen some pitchers are already at facilities, right? We saw like Garrett Cole throwing at Yankee Stadium. There was another pitcher that I saw a video of throwing at, at his ballpark, at his home ballpark. Hopefully, a lot of pitchers are getting to their ballparks. If they're confident that a deal gets done this weekend, I would hope that they're on their way and ready to go on Monday. Now, officially, I'm assuming you can't make it Monday, the start date of training camp or spring training too. But I, if for this to work, especially for pitchers, they're going to need more than three weeks. Uh, and and it sounds like there'll be expanded rosters. All those things we can we can hopefully talk about that next week, but. I would hope that pitchers are on their way in the next couple of days to their respective ballparks. They've talked to their front office team. They know where things are going to happen. Hopefully all those logistics are nailed down, right? And and pitchers are starting to head out and starting to work because they need as much time as possible. Three weeks, I think the position players, Ian Happ and, and those guys driving out to Chicago a couple of weeks ago, I'm not worried about the position players. They're going to get ready in no time. They'll be fine. Just make sure that the you know the proper protocols are taken, that they're healthy in the uh, in one in in the sense in the bigger scheme of things, and also that you know they, they've been taking proper precautions to make sure that you know they won't have any muscle lower muscle issue muscle issues and start straining muscles and and have a bunch of early season IL stints, but. I'd like to see pitchers out there. Um, I, I think we're both going to remain kind of optimistic that the next time we get together here, we're talking about a season. We're talking about uh, actual baseball and brainstorming ideas of how this team will look and the type of competition they'll face. I'd much rather be talking about all that than what we've been going over and over again over the past three months. But it's just the reality of the situation. Hopefully things... Uh, <laughs> come to a wind down this this weekend and we have some good news Uh, I I think yesterday was a very nice day overall I know it wasn't the exact it started off very optimistic but we we were gotten to a point where it feels like baseball is going to happen and not in a forced sense and not in a way that you know we keep reading about how much these two sides despise each other I don't think that's going to go away we're going to be talking about this for a long time Baseball and the sport in general is going to look very different for a while. The financial impact of all of this is going to be felt for years. So we're, we're going to have to deal with this for a while. But hopefully, hopefully soon we can talk about baseball. I look forward to that. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, I'm Sahadev Sharma. That's Patrick Mooney. This is On to Waveland, the Athletics Cubs podcast. 